You are listening to us, Unscripted Stories, brought to you by Northwestern University's Multicultural Student Affairs. We are recording at the traditional homelands of the people of the Council of Three Fires, the Ojibwe, Potawatomi, and Adawa, as well as the Menominee, Miami, and Ho-Chunk Nations. Hello and welcome. We're here at the Multicultural Center. My name is Vishnavina Gopal. I'm a former and current graduate assistant uh, working in campus inclusion and community. Um, Aaron, how are you? What's going on in your life today? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, enjoying the summer so far? Had a good fourth? Uh, Yes. Yeah, watched some fireworks. Yeah. And um, yeah. How did you feel about this in particular, like celebrating, quote unquote, the birthday of America at a time where it feels like... It's very contentious. It's been a very contentious few years, it feels like. Centuries. Cen- a few yes. centuries, yeah. Should we talk about that? So Aaron is the assistant director here at MSA, uh, Multicultural Student Affairs, um, focusing on supporting Native and Indigenous uh, communities on campus. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about your role, uh, how you got here, I guess? We can get into that a little later, but... Um, <clears throat> My name is Aaron Golding. Um, I am... Uh, an assistant director here in Multicultural Student Affairs. Um, I do primarily outreach to the Native and Indigenous students on campus. Um, I'm a member of the Seneca Nation of Indians. I work out of the MCC. My office is here on the first floor. Um, and I can be reached easily via email, um, phone. So can you tell us a little bit about what led you here to Northwestern? I... Um, I was doing some job searching and uh, someone I know had posted that this position was coming up, um, specifically working with Native students on campus here. And um, that sounded really interesting to me. I was at at another institution where I also uh, earned my degree from. I was at Columbia College downtown. Shout out Columbia. And I remember being a student there and very feeling very much like I was the only Native student on campus. Yeah. Um, and definitely, I don't know if that was true or not. Actually, the other day I met someone, um, that was at Columbia at the same time as me that's native. And I was like, whoa, okay. We were there at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. So there was two of us for like at least a year there. Definitely within my department, I felt very much like, um, certain that I was the only, um, um, native person and, uh, and was searching for a community, especially at that time in my life. Um, when I was like. I don't know, 1920, like wanting to um, have a sense of community on campus. And I didn't have that. Um, and so when I saw this position, um, one of the things that instantly drew me to it was that um, I would be able to hopefully create um, a different opportunity or experience for a next generation of students, uh, particularly here at Northwestern. So, um, I applied for it and was fortunate enough to um, get the position. So here I am. Woo! So you talk about a little bit about um, the lack of community that you might have felt and the desire to be able to build community here on campus. Um, Can you speak a little bit more to that and what sorts of initiatives, I guess, that you've been working on in order to build that? Sure. Um, I've been... I've been here about a year now, a little over a year. And so I've been spending a lot of time creating programming um, that would speak to 
the experience and center the experience of Native and Indigenous students um, on campus here and Native and Indigenous people in general. Um, and initially I thought I would just be creating program for like Native American students. Um, and what I realized pretty early on was that um, like the like Native students would show up um, and there would often be... Um, there'd often be others, um, non-native people that would come out as well. Um, and so the conversations really shifted towards, um, centering the experience of native people within a space that was like mixed. And, um, so it was a little bit of like unlearning happening amongst non-native people. Um, and the ability for native people to feel like, um, they had a space to be able to kind of talk about their experience, um, be seen. Um, and that kind of shifted how I thought about programming. Um, so, uh, a lot of discussion, um, programming around that kind of stuff and then doing some other, uh, programming that, um, thinking about ways that, uh, marginalized people have similar means to, um, resist against oppression. So I did, did a, a program with uh, where I brought in some um, photographers to talk about the importance of being a photographer um, and doing work within their community to um, expand representation of their community. Um, so, yeah, work like that. For sure. What is it about like this time in people's lives um, that appeals to you, I guess, or that like kind of drew you in? Is there something in particular about that? I think back to when I was an undergrad, um, there was just a, definitely a lot of like wanting to, I think particularly for me as a native person, um, growing up in a predominantly white, um, area of um, Michigan, like outside in the suburbs of Detroit. Shout out to Michigan. Shout out to Michigan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southeastern Michigan, what's up? Hey, hey. Um, when I got to college, like all of the questions around like what it meant for me to be Native, what it meant for me to be Seneca, what it meant for me to grow up away from that community were coming up and, and were so salient for me. And just, I wanted to understand that in so many ways. Um, and so I think what draws me to want to work with, um, I think why I'm interested is cause I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm still trying to figure out that question, mm -hmm. right. I'm still understanding like what it means to be native. I'm still understanding what it means to be, um, part of, um, the Seneca nation, a part of a larger indigenous community. And so I think as, um, I am doing that learning myself, like it just feels natural to be in conversation with others that might be also having those similar thoughts and conversations. So I think perhaps a lot of, you know, people are really thinking about their identity at this age. And, um, I want to continue thinking about that. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are invested in those kind of thoughts, um, or in, in, for themselves. And so it's, it's, a it's a time where like identity becomes very salient, I think. Or can become very salient when you're in college. Um, yeah, for me, that was the first time where it became, like we're talking about learning the tools of the colonizer, basically, to understand your experience, right? Like 
that's where all of the vocabulary came to me. Yeah. Um, even just like the basic things of like, oh, here's a privileged group, here's an oppressed group. Right. Um, but yeah, I think shout out to you for seeing like an opportunity and being able to say like, look, I could have used someone like this in my life at that time mm. and kind of being able to step into that role and be like, I don't know, Aaron at 19, 20, 22 years old might've been like, oh man, there's this awesome like native person who's a resource to me on this campus. Just putting together all this dope pro programming. Shout out to you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We could we could do this again. Yeah. After this again. I don't know. Okay. I'm working on accepting praise. So <laughs> <laughs>